Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited-time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited-time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hello, America, and happy Saturday. Yeah, it is Saturday a couple days before the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. And I just want to ask everyone to never forget that day. It's easy as time goes further and further and further away to maybe forget the horror of that day, the losses of that day, the way it changed America forever, the way we had to treat a little freedom for security at the time. Things like changing the way we flew and changing the way we had identity checked. The danger of the passage of time is that we forget the resolve we need to protect against such heinous actors as those who carried out that day. Because now that Joe Biden has surrendered Afghanistan to the Taliban, the danger of those groups getting strong every day by they are, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, they are getting stronger. They are getting stronger. And I think that that is something of extraordinary worry. And again, I believe our military is the greatest in the world. Our intelligence is among the greatest in the world. But we certainly can't lose the resolve because you can have greatness. But if you're distracted, that greatness can't achieve the security against a determined enemy like Russia, China, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, Iran, North Korea. We have so many people looking to destroy the American experience, some of them from within our country, many of them from without our country. And 9-11's anniversary is a somber moment to remember that winning the war against terrorism, winning the war against communism, winning the war against socialism, winning the war against intolerance, anti-Semitism, anti-Americanism, it all begins with resolve and awareness that we must not ever allow to falter. And that's all I want to say. I don't want to grandstand, but... changed my perspective forever. I saw extraordinary heroism that day. I saw extraordinary horror. One of my best friends died in the plane. She was helping me fight the Bush administration, which had illegally taken my phone records and my mail. She died, Barbara Olson. My father was a police chief in a small town in Connecticut. They lost an entire family unit from his small town. We all lost a little bit of the American innocence that we had before 9-11. And yet we saw in that moment an extraordinary ability to come together, something that right now our leaders seem to really significantly fail to execute. They don't have a we mentality now. It's us and them in our own country. 
And I think that it's a good weekend to reflect. All right. We've got a great show for you today. We've had such amazing guests all week. I'm so grateful. James Comer is going to bring you up to speed on every aspect of the investigation into Hunter Biden. That's a big one. He's going to kick off our show today. Then the current lieutenant of governor, former state senator, Bert Jones of Georgia is here. He's going to talk about why he has so much concern about Fonnie Willis and the Georgia district attorney's office and the state of law enforcement, the state of election integrity in Georgia. Bert Jones has got a very powerful story to tell. And then Ryan Walters from the National Taxpayers Union is going to be joining us. He is doing some great work. In the third block, the state superintendent of public instruction for Oklahoma, Ryan Walters, is here. He's taking on Chinese influence in public schools in his state. He's championing uh, the next generation of school choice. He is taking on school unions, teachers unions that don't put the interest of their students ahead of the interests of politics or unions or ideologues. Oklahoma school superintendent Ryan Walters is going to be in the house today as well. That's a really good show, and I'm really excited about it. A lot of honest conversations we're going to have, and about issues that you often don't get in the traditional media. These are very important moments in American history, and we want you to get voices, stories, facts that you might be being deprived in some parts of our news media ecosystem in America today. So that's what today's show is all about. All right, before we go to commercial break, we always have a great partners, great folks in the front of our sponsors, partners, advertisers team. One of them are my good friends at EnviroCleanse. I am a huge fan of the EnviroCleanse air purifier that is in my master bedroom. I've had my best season in adulthood for allergies. Normally late summer into fall, I am suffering. I'm whining and crying like a baby. My eyes are swollen. I wake up 10 times at night unable to breathe because my nose is clogged. Not this year. Why? Because I put an EnviroCleanse air purifier in my house and it has been game changing. It's been game changing. And all I can say to you is if you have trouble breathing, if you're concerned about the spread of viruses, COVID is up a little bit, flu season's coming, you're worried about toxins and plastics and smoke from the Canadian fires, EnviroCleanse can remove all that worry from your mind and all of that ugly stuff from the air in your house. I swear by this, and they want you to try it. They want you to get involved. They're going to put their money behind their name and their technology. Listen, the Navy uses EnviroCleanse because it is so good. That's how they protect the air on naval vessels. It is groundbreaking technology. And because you are a member of the John Solomon Reports family, the Just the News family, EnviroCleanse has a special deal. Go to ekpure.com, ekpure.com. And use the promo code Just News. That's pretty cool, right? It's really great to do that. You're going to get a big discount. You're going to get a free air monitor in your home. And you're going to get free shipping, free fast shipping. So you don't have to wait long for it. All of that is so very cool. So again, go to EnviroCleanse.com. E-N-V-I-R-O-K-L-E-N-Z.com. EnviroCleanse.com or EKPure.com. Use the promo code Just News, and you are in business. It's a really great thing, and you will breathe, you will breathe better. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we got a good one right off the top. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, all things Hunter Joe Biden, where the investigation is going next. 
All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash Just News. That's AMAC.us forward slash Just News. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Welcome back once again, everybody. Our next guest is someone you know really well and is someone that America has, has come to love. And with great thanks to the ongoing investigations into the Biden family, he's becoming one of the most effective oversight committee chairman in our nation's history. Kentucky Congressman James Comer joins us now to weigh in on the latest breaking news and the ongoing work through summer recess. Mr. Chairman, a pleasure to have you back on, sir. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Amanda. Sir, I want to start with the reporting. National Archives still clutching very hard onto some emails. Everybody head over to justthenews.com to check out John's reporting on this. But um, basically, National Archives saying that the communications that they're not releasing are personal. Now, I believe the National Archives defines personal as anything relating to or anything that affects uh, a vice president's role. They're, they're constitutional, they're statutory or, or otherwise official capacity as vice president. What we know now with what was official U.S. state policy regarding Victor Shokin, regarding uh, his investigation of Burisma, the $1 billion loan guarantee, and the fact that Joe Biden completely pulled a 180 on that, completely reversed that, I have to think that even if NARA disputes the fact that these are personal, Considering that, they're not arbiters. They are archivists. They're not arbiters of what's personal and what isn't, are they? 
No, they're not. Uh, they may be personal to Hunter, uh, but they're everyone's business because the money that the Bidens were making, the millions and millions of dollars, came because Joe Biden was working directly, if not downright leading the schemes from the foreign nationals where he was peddling access to our government. So these are these emails belong to the taxpayers. They certainly belong in the hands of the House Oversight Committee leading this investigation. We've built the case for all the Biden corruption. These emails are a central part of our case. So we want those emails and we want the non-redacted versions of those emails. It's pretty remarkable that the archives was throwing anything they anyone wanted about Donald Trump out there. You could get Donald Trump faster than you could get a Coke out of a Coke machine. And now all of a sudden, Hunter Biden, <laughs> it's a lot harder to get this information. Are you worried that there's a little bit of politics inside an agency that's supposed to stay above politics? Yeah, you know, we've always had jurisdiction over the National Archives. They've been a sleepy government agency. Now they're front and center and everything. We have two special counsels now. Yeah. supposedly investigating mishandling of classified documents. And I think the National Archives are partly to blame for that because we don't know the correct process of how documents are supposed to leave the office of president and vice president and follow them to the private sector. But aside from that, when we did the transcribed interview with the general counsel for the National Archives, he basically said he was told to stand down and not cooperate with the House Oversight Committee, the committee which has legislative jurisdiction over the National Archives. He was told this either by Merrick Garland or Joe Biden. He wouldn't tell us which one. I would say Merrick Garland because he's uh, the one doing all the bidding for Joe Biden. Right. And it's very disappointing. Uh, he, you know, This is a government agency that uh, had a pretty good reputation prior to Joe Biden becoming president and, and the House Oversight Committee launching this investigation. So, sir, I think it has become apparent that um, this administration is hostile when it comes to giving up any type of information requested by a Republican majority Congress. They won't do it easily. They won't do it gladly. Um, is it are, are we getting to the case where it makes sense to just skip the letters and go straight to subpoenas? Well, everything we do is focused on winning in court. Uh, when we believe that someone will fight us, uh, we're trying to make the case where when we go to the judge, we say we we requested two different times this information. They refused to provide it. Now that's why we're suing them. Uh, a lot of times, if you just go straight to the subpoena, I've read rulings where they said, well, you didn't give them enough time. Or the National Archives would say we didn't have enough time to process the information. Obviously, they're stalling. They could hand over that information today. The National Archives knew when I requested correspondence pertaining to Ukraine, they knew then that the pseudonyms were used, but they didn't tell us. So, you know, they're they're they've already got a lot of explaining to do with their behavior. But everything that we do is to, in the end, win in court, because that's where we're headed. Uh, we're headed to court over bank records, documents, correspondence uh, and a lot of other things. Yeah, it's definitely long game there. There's no doubt mm -hmm. about it. Sir, I want to ask you about a story that we broke at the top of the show. You probably haven't had a chance to see it yet, but it's uh, it really shows that the concerns about Hunter Biden went all the way back to May of 2015. Inside Morgan Stanley, compliance officer raises it. They actually do a whole dossier of why they're concerned about Hunter Biden and his business dealings. And by November of 16, before Donald Trump's even elected, there is a whistleblower that goes to the Security Exchange Commission 
and says, hey, uh, I think you should investigate. There's a lot more than what's been out in the public. Uh, it looks like 15, 16, 18, 19, 20. Every time the government is approached about Hunter Biden, somebody drops the ball or just looks the other way. Uh, your take on sort of the protection racket that was around these guys. Well, there's two things we're investigating, the Biden crime and the Biden crime cover-up. And the, the cover-up continues to grow and expand, and, and it continues to age. Look, uh, that information you just mentioned, that dates back eight years. This cover-up's been going on for a long time. They've known that the Bidens were peddling access. They knew that uh, the president's son was on the board and getting excessive fees from a corrupt energy company located in Ukraine. They've known this for a long time. Yet every time some agency, whether it be the IRS, uh, whether it be the FBI, whomever starts to investigate, I don't know if it's for fear of embarrassing Joe Biden or for fear that it would eventually lead to Joe Biden. But for whatever reason, so, for whatever reason, some deep state actor steps in and says, stand down, call it off. And this dates back three administrations now. John. Yeah, it goes back to Obama. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to stay in 2015 because when I heard that NARA was resisting some of the release of these communications, I was thinking to myself, what, what, what type of information would they be releasing? And I remember something that Devin Archer said in his testimony regarding that, that now infamous meeting in Dubai uh, with foreign executives, specifically those of Burisma, Mikola Zlochevsky and Vadim Pojarski. And I remember something that Devin Archer said about how during that meeting, I think he said that a phone call with Joe Biden was urgently requested. And they, of course, were requesting this of Hunter Biden. Is that the type of communication, a request to have a phone call with the vice president that might ultimately result in a change in U.S. policy? Is that the type of communication they would be resistant to you receiving? Absolutely. Uh, or Devin Archer said, you know, he was that Hunter was being squeezed by the owners of Burisma to to get help, to call Washington for help, you, as you said. And what we know from, from uh, correspondence that, that we've gotten and from the correspondence from the laptop, that Joe Biden was communicating with his son during this time and that help did arrive very soon after that. And that Joe Biden did fire the prosecutor. He admitted that in an interview several months after that, that he withheld foreign aid in exchange for firing this prosecutor. The prosecutor who was not only investigating Burisma for corruption, he had already seized some of their assets. So of course they were panicking over uh, Shokin, the, the, the prosecutor. And of all the people in the world to fire Shokin, Hunter Biden's father the, the fired the prosecutor who was investigating his son for corruption. And they create this false narrative that, that Shokin was corrupt. I mean, this is a huge scandal. Uh, and I know that you all have been on top of this for years. And, and it's it's just now, I think, sinking in with most independent thinkers that the real quid pro quo with Ukraine was Joe Biden. And Donald Trump got impeached for simply asking about this. Now, I would argue his administration should have figured this out, but it but again, it happened during the Obama administration. At the end of the day, what Joe Biden did is a quid pro quo in exchange for 
uh, foreign aid, which is very controversial. Now, think of all the money we sent Ukraine since this happened. Right. And we can't even question the money that's going to Ukraine now. Joe Biden said, just give them a blank check. Folks, everybody, we're up after the commercial break. Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones of Georgia. He's on the front lines of election integrity, on the front lines of questioning the conduct and behavior of Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis. Hey, there's a big crime wave going on, not only in the city of Atlanta, in the Fulton County Jail. People are dying at record numbers in that jail. Lieutenant Governor Jones is going to explain why that's such a scandal and why the traditional news media won't cover it right after these messages. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We're in a sort of Georgia state of mind today. Joining us right now, it's Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones, a man who's been fighting not only for election integrity, but also taking on that, oh, that prosecutor that's been taking on a whole lot of Republicans in Georgia. Joining us right now, the Lieutenant Governor. Sir, great to have you on the show. Hey, John. Hey, Amanda. I hope you're all doing well. Appreciate y'all having me on today. Well, we're honored to have you on, sir. Uh, you've been looking at all the options here. I know everyone is concerned about the weaponization of law enforcement and prosecution. Tell us what you think Georgia can do regarding uh, District Attorney Fannie Willis, her investigation, and in what many people see as an intrusion in the 2024 election. Well, you know, it seems to be a playbook that a lot of DAs have taken around the country in various spots. And unfortunately, here in uh, Georgia, in Fulton County, we've got a DA who is... Uh, uh, just decided to weaponize uh, her office uh, for political purposes. Of, and it's, it is all politically driven. Driven. It has nothing to do with justice. It's all about uh, just trying to raise her profile. And uh, she's uh, been investigating for two and a half years. She finally came with an indictment of 19 people. I know firsthand because she tried to investigate me. She was disqualified. Uh, we were the only person to so far win any kind of motion or movement in, in the Fulton County court system because she held a fundraiser for my uh, Democratic opponent while, while I was running for lieutenant governor. So uh, and quite frankly, it's uh, it's a shame. We've got uh, record high murders and muggings and robberies and everything going on in Fulton County. You have people actually we've, we just had recently the fort. 
17th death inside the Fulton County jail system. Uh, and most of those were people who were waiting on a court date. And while she's wasting millions of dollars of taxpayer money uh, trying to uh, uh, raise her profile uh, and go after innocent people, uh, you know, our, the crime is out of control here in here in the uh, capital city of, of Georgia in Fulton County. So it is uh, it is shame. It's a, it's a disgrace, really. And uh, it's something that, uh, uh, you know, we're we are we are focused on. We passed a DA oversight uh uh, committee uh, commission last session uh, to uh, to take, you know, to look into um, a rogue uh, DA just like this one. And uh, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to utilize that because uh, what she's doing right now with taxpayer money is is just unacceptable. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, and as district attorney of Fulton County, it seems to me that she's supposed to be looking out for them. And all the crime that's being felt in that city, I can it, I can imagine it seems like she's a little distracted. Um, I wanted to ask you because you you and your Republican colleagues have been uh, very vocal regarding D.A. Willis and and obviously the indictment. But Governor Brian Kemp has been less vocal. I'm not sure if he um, is just trying to be measured and, and economical in his response. But do you know why? Well, I mean, you know, the governor has has his reasons. Uh, I, you know, he obviously, like most Republicans, he's focused on 2024. You know, they always, the Democrats <laughs> want to accuse us of being uh, focused on 2020, but it's the mainstream media and the Democratic Party who, who are the ones who are obsessed with 2020. They keep talking about 2020. Uh, they're afraid of uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, winning the primary and uh, and being the nominee and and. and more than likely being uh, beating Joe Biden in a in a rematch. Uh, and uh, and, you know, we are trying to focus on 2024. But this the media obsession with 2020 and what we have going on keeps bringing us back to that. Uh, you know, th- look, there are a lot of people who have been asking for a special session uh, to deal with the, the D.A. Willis. But I, I will tell you this, uh, a special session. This thing is if we go into session in January. Uh, you, in order for us to be uh, able to get into a special session, uh, we have to have a uh, three-fifths majority right. in both the House and Senate. We we just don't have those numbers, but uh, but we will have plenty of time to address all options uh, when we're able to get into get into the uh, in January into session because this this thing is a year a year and a half away for ever seeing the courtroom. I think. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you're right. I think the judge saw that yesterday. There were some pretty profound uh, comments from the judge suggesting this ain't going to be on a speedy track. It's just not possible to have that big a trial. I want to flip to something else. Mm-hmm. The Secretary of State, George, um, uh, Brad Raffsenberger, saying, uh, no way I'm going to do anything to take Donald Trump off the ballot. The, the Georgia voters should get to decide that, not me. Your reaction to his Wall Street Journal uh, op-ed this week? Well, I mean, one of the few times I guess I have to agree with the Ratzesberger here, but uh, he uh, he obviously uh, there, there, he shouldn't be taken. If he's the Republican nominee, there's no way he should be taken off a ballot. Uh, the voters ultimately have the choice in, in this country, and uh, we ought to let the voters speak. Uh, so any state talking about doing that. Uh, you know, is uh, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. Uh, and and uh, Rathisberger is, is a guy who he's really the only Republican voice you've been hearing. Uh, like I said, he's been one of those that uh, in the along along with the local Atlanta media, the mainstream media, they are trying to be the judge and the jury and the executioner on all this stuff uh, dealing with uh, yep. with Trump and 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 who and the people that they say are his accomplices accomplishments. I mean, the the fact that they're 
you know, here in Georgia, uh, charging uh, these 19 people with RICO charges, you know, something that was set up uh, for uh, for mob bosses yeah. and criminal activity. <laughs> it, it is just absolutely uh, the totally out of control. It's a complete circus and uh, and it needs to stop. And and citizens, you know, uh, all citizens, uh, citizens of all Republican, Democrat and independents ought to be scared because what they're trying to do is silence people who have who are who are an opposite opinion of themselves, and that is that that is like modern day China. It's like Putin and Russia. It's like Venezuela under Hugo Chavez and 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 Fidel Castro Cuba. It is absolutely uh, a scary time in this country when uh, the people who are you, you weaponizing these positions and trying to silence their opponents. Sir, there are some really interesting things happening in Georgia, and I want to switch gears to some possible legislation that would. Uh, require social media companies to require parents' permission for children to get on social media. You can't smoke till you're 18. You can't drink till you're 2021 20, or till you're 21. And when you consider sure. all of the psychological repercussions of social media, I mean, studies, study after study after study has shown that it contributes to depression and anxiety. Um, this is incredible right. because I think I think this is something that a lot of states should adopt. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a father of uh, four. 14, 11 year old, they, you know, they have cell phones and so they have access to all these different platforms. And it's a scary time to be trying to raise a tri- child uh, with all the different uh, number one predators who are out there, uh, uh, you know, uh, looking on these platforms and things on social media, trying to, you know, take advantage of of your children and trying to lure them into bad things. And, and, uh, and so, yeah, we're going to put forth some legislation and look, we, we're going to try to work with the tech companies and, and, and trying to look at what the best practices are, uh, as far as, uh, uh, trying to, uh, curve, uh, you know, make sure that when a child under the age of 18, uh, does have, you know, uh, parental or guardian consent to be on whatever platforms they are, because, like I said, there are there, there are too many uh, bad actors out there. There's too many predators out there uh, that are that are that are just absolutely preying on children right now. So, uh, so yeah. So we're something we're gonna we're gonna adopt this year and this upcoming legislative session. I think it's a good move, and I think it's the right thing to do. All right, folks, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, if I told you. China was funding public education in America, trying to get pro-Chinese, pro-communist, anti-American messages in school. They go, nah, now that wouldn't happen. We'd stop that. Uh, no, no, we wouldn't. Well, Ryan Walters, the Oklahoma school superintendent, discovered a Chinese operation, a Chinese influence operation, a Chinese funding operation in the Tulsa School District. He's going to bring us up to speed on that, plus all the other things going on, the battle between parents and teachers unions, the the battle over woke ideology instead of the basics of math and English. We're going to get you up to speed. Ryan Walters on the front lines of all that right after this commercial break. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're very lucky to be joined today by Oklahoma Superintendent of Public Instruction as he continues to be a leader in the world of education. He joins us right now, Superintendent Ryan Walters. Mr. Superintendent, good to have you back on. Thank you for having me on. Here in Oklahoma, we are leading the country and fighting back against this woke indoctrination in our school. So I'm excited to tell you about it today. Yeah, we are too. And you have these really novel public-private partnerships going on, things like partnering with PragerU. Tell us a little bit about how that came about and how that's changing some of the dynamics in a very stayed election system. You know, one of the things that we've been looking at here in Oklahoma is how do you get the radical left-wing indoctrination out? And then how do you ensure that we're getting education back to a focus on the basics, an understanding of American history, American exceptionalism? And so what we've been doing is talking to groups um, and trying to find how do we get the best possible content in our classrooms? PragerU has been a great partner. We were so thrilled to announce this partnership with them. And what our kids are going to have access to is the understanding of American principles with the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and view American history through that prism. Do we live up to those principles? Um, What are those moments in history that caused us to be the leader of the free world? And so this is a great program that we're making available in all schools across the state. And the other great thing about it is it's completely transparent. So parents can see all the videos, all the curriculum. We want parents involved. And this is how you push back on this woke indoctrination in our schools. They are a great counter to that. It is based in history. The left is losing their mind down here over that because heaven forbid you actually teach real history, but that's what we're going to do. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad you brought up the indoctrination aspect of that because our governor here in uh, California had something to say. He said, Oklahoma now plans to indoctrinate kids with cartoons that teach slavery was no big deal and equate climate change believers to Nazis. Um, I I know that they have an issue with teaching accurate history and universal truths and good Judeo-Christian values. I know that that's a problem. But even if they think this is propaganda, even if they think that this is indoctrination, they've been doing it for decades, partnering with organizations like GLAAD and Energy slash Climate Initiatives. Why can't we do it? You know, isn't it hilarious to see the hypocrisy of the left? You know, I thought they were open minded. You know, I I thought, you know, hey, what are you doing? These are the people that were fighting to have graphic pornography in our schools because, you know what, we got to be inclusive. You know, DEI, we've got to be inclusive of everything. So we're going to go fight. And they fought us here like crazy to keep gender queer and flamer in our schools. And then here we are rolling out an American history initiative that does a deep dive into some of the most influential individuals in American history, and they're losing their mind. They want to ban it. They they don't want any access to it. So you're seeing their hypocrisy on full display. The reality is they want to control education. They want it to be an indoctrination mill so that they can have future Democrat voters that are completely built out in our school system. They're fighting against our traditional values. They're confiding. They're, they're fighting against parents. And we're just not going to stand for it. And so we're going to play offense here. We're going to move the ball forward. Our kids are going to understand our history and what made America great. That's uh, such an amazing thing. And that's what all parents are asking for. They want their children to be taught uh, the basics so they can succeed in life, not uh, some ideology that's going to not serve them well in the rest of their lives. It's so amazing to watch the dynamic. Another place that you've been winning in Oklahoma is with school choice. I think you have the next generation of school choice here. Talk about uh, first the popularity of what you've done and how it's transforming education in the state. 
Yeah, you know, we've really got the Democrats and the teachers unions on the run here because we enacted full universal school choice. We want parents to decide what's best for their kids. We want them to be able to put their kids in a, in a position to be successful. So we have enacted school choice for every, every family here in Oklahoma. And the other thing that that does is it's not only great for the individual child. It is amazing what free market principles does when you inject them in the education system. Yep. So what we've allowed to happen here is schools are going to compete for kids. They are going to get better academically. We're going to see better outcomes. And we continue to lean into free market solutions. Um, we know that school choice has to happen. Uh, if you don't have school choice, there's just a level of which you're, you're just not going to get beyond it. You're not going to get the outcomes that you want. And we're going to continue to find free market incentives to inject into our system. We are paying teachers based on performance here. Uh, if you're a great teacher, we want to pay you a lot more. We're recruiting teachers with a signing bonus based on performance also. So we are going to move our education system in the free market principles that we know work. They've worked in every industry they've been tried in. And you know what? Education is too important for us to continue to allow the left to dominate it with a philosophy that doesn't work. Sir, what does America look like 10, 15, 20 years from now when you have students, kids who grew up in Oklahoma got a good education. They were taught how to think, not what to think. And you have those kids mixing in the workforce with people, with, with kids who grew up, say, in Los Angeles and LAUSD, where they consistently score under the 50th percentile in math and reading comprehension. And you have these two groups of kid, kids competing against each other. You know, that's a great question. You know, what we want to do is we want to set up every Oklahoma child to be successful. We know that God created them all individually and we want their parents along with them for the ride to understand what the path is is best for their kids. We want parents as involved as possible. And, and what you're going to see is our kids are going to be able to be successful. They're going to be successful in the state. They're going to be successful competing with kids from other places around the country. And the other part of this is I'm a true believer. America is the greatest country in the history of the world. And decline is a choice. President Biden has sent us on a path of decline, but we don't have to choose that path. We can inspire the next generation through American history. We challenge them with those core principles. We teach them the lessons that history teaches us about how America can be great. And we also learn the lessons of the times we didn't live up to those principles. And we challenge our kids to live up to those principles, to continue this great country, to move us in that direction. Those are the things that will allow not only our kids to be successful in, in, in the workplace and competing for jobs, but it lends us to be a successful country, be the leader of the free world and continue to be that shining city on a hill. Uh, so I want to ask this. I get this question a lot uh, when I'm out in the everyday public. Uh, when did uh, drag shows become a required public education thing for some teachers? And also, when did the idea that teachers should be involved in gender and sex change uh, discussions with children? Uh, both of those shock a lot of people. You don't allow it in Oklahoma, but you probably have some visibility how it came to be. We got about 45 seconds left. Absolutely. You started seeing this in higher ed. Our higher ed institutions are captured by left-wing extremists. They started pushing this ideology. They started pushing it on our teachers and our administrators that went through their colleges. And now they are now down pushing it into the K-12 institutions. This is an absolute assault on our, on our classrooms, on our kids' minds, on Christianity. This is an assault on faith. What they want is they want kids to go home and tell their moms and dads, we should, we should be able to change our gender. We should want to talk about transgenderism. And the parents are going to fight back on that. So this is a war on parents, kids, and, and faith. 
All right, folks, that wraps up the Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports. Grateful you can join. A big thank you for listening. Remember, if you want to take advantage of the EnviroCleanse air purifier that has changed my life, my breathing, go to ekpure.com, ekpure.com, and use the promo code Just News. You're going to get a big discount, free shipping, and a free air monitor to prove or check whether your air purifying system from EnviroCleanse is working. That's a great deal, and they support us, so you should support them. All right, we're going to go into the Saturday sunset, smiling, hoping that maybe the leaves are going to turn color soon and the fall is going to come, and maybe, just maybe, we'll get rid of some of this 1,900-degree weather sweeping the country, get back to cooler autumn temperatures. That's my prayer for today. Hope you are having a good time with your family. Grab a glass of wine. Have a good night. We'll be back with a Sunday brunch edition tomorrow. we got some good ones, including Senator Ron Johnson, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We'll have all of that in the morning. God bless you. Good night. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.